1: Robert Palmer. Yeah, yeah. He's had a karaoke, goes up, no one knows it's him, and he sings The Addicted to Love. Right, right. But he's singing his own song. You're addicted to love. You know, he's doing a song, and he lost
3: singing his own song.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How is that possible?
1: Hello. Hey. Hey. Oh, how are you? Good, uh, good, good. Good. Wow, that was nuts. What? Last
2: week. Oh. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, I didn't know. yeah, I would I I looked at your holy uh, blockers. I looked at your uh holy <laughs> ho- holy blockers. I looked at your Facebook or whatever it was page and I looked at all the like <laughs> responses. And all I could think about is how do people think they know what's going on with such little information?
1: Uh, first of all, I'm in terms and Caicos, so I, I don't even have access to any of that. So, And I just end the conversation with you late at night on a Sunday. Yeah. And then I woke up Monday morning with like a thousand messages and give me a call. I'm like, what? what the hell's going on? And then, uh, yeah, then I'll hit, I mean, every radio station, every freaking, it must've been 25 radio stations. Oh my
4: God.
1: Yeah, it was nuts. So, and then, and then, you know, Brian, not so much Brian, but it's, you know, it's like, Hey, what, what, what'd you say? Like, oh God. Oh God. So yeah, I had to do a lot of that.
2: That was, were they mad? That was nuts.
1: Uh, no, I think a little bit of invasion of privacy. Right. was uh, I like, that was my, like, I, I apologize highly because that's, you know, I, at the end of the day, I, I, I talked in the conversation, not realizing it would be that crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a very intimate, private conversation that I kind of put out there. And then the other day, too, I you know, when I'm talking to you, a lot of it, too, was that there, there was
5: <laughs>
1: not fabricated, but... Um, you know just a little not not he didn't quote half those things right where yeah yeah if the other if the other guy in the room would say uh you know tell you know what you, you wouldn't believe this and then i would start talking to the other guy i'm like yeah man that's crazy yeah where it's not really you know i also left out a lot
2: of right
1: you know brian going on about how great angus is and he's the messiah and all this jazz and um I just didn't know it would be that crazy. It was cra- I didn't even read anything. I was too, but imb- I just, I didn't read anything. I was too, I was too, uh, I was too mortified that I kind of invaded their privacy and I didn't want it So yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, I felt very bad. I felt really, I still feel really bad. I feel awful. Oh, wow. you know, I should have called, called and said, Hey man, um, I'm, I, was, I was talking on a podcast and I kind of mentioned some things and then it could have been filtered out. Right. He's like, well, as long as you say the right things and don't say things that, uh, you know, how you feel rather than what I say. Right. That, I think that was the biggest issue. He's like, did you say that I said that? I'm like, yeah, "Uh, he's, yeah, kind of. He's like, oh, dude, you got, you can't, you know, you can't do that. No, I... I know I know I was i was I was talking as a friend and a fan and and all that jazz, inventing as a friend and fan you know because when I saw him he was depressed and that right. bothered me I'm like why are you depressed and then you know this guy says this and that guy says that and I'm like yeah dude that's what the f- that's not right
2: yeah it's like something bad happen- shit. Something ha- bad happens to one of your friends and you automatically come to their defense and
1: and that's exactly, and that's exactly what my, my attitude was like. Well, what the hell, man? I, I, you yeah. know, the, the ups, his friend was really riled up and then he got me riled up and then, um, and I just felt terrible. I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, and, but it's not my right to do that.
2: Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It's not my right to just go out and say, Hey, here's, here's what happened. And here's the official word. And here's what's going on. But, um, uh, at the end of the day, what is going on? Like, have you read anything?
0: What, no, what is... I've heard nothing. No, I'm kind of curious as whether or not this may have opened the door for them to start talking about what Brian wants.
1: Yeah, I know. I I hope so too, because I don't. I just know about a headline. The last headline was they were repl- they were looking for replacement singers. That was the last.
2: Right, that's the last official thing I headline. saw. That's the last thing I saw too.
1: Yeah, we all we all saw that and that was the last official thing. So I don't know. I'm afraid to call' the last
2: call? See, the other thing that I, I, I think about is maybe maybe it's like they're maybe they know his health is bad or maybe they, they, they know it's bad and they know he'll continue and they're like, No, no, we can't Right we, he, we can't let him do this. Like he's the he's the guy who's going to keep on doing it no matter what. And maybe for his benefit, they're like, I mean, Mike,
1: it's funny. I swear to God, I was thinking the same thing a couple of days ago because,
2: and he might not know that.
1: Was, exactly. He was so adamant about like, I'm not a quitter. Right. That's the one thing he kept saying. I'm not a quitter and I don't want things that I want to, I want to finish this and I want to go out with a bang and I want to, I don't want to just come to a screeching halt. Right. Maybe they're like, "Hey, man, he's not going to stop." And uh, you know, is it going to be on our heads if his hearing goes? You know. Right. Either way, either way, I just felt bad that he uh, was put in that spot. I feel like I put him in a spot. Yeah. I just i i put the two of them in a spot, and I felt. I still real. I still feel. <laughs> still feel like an asshole but you know as he said well it is what it is Uh, yeah it is what it is it's a new week so did that ruin did that ruin your vacation steal
2: the headlines now (laughs) (laughs) did it ruin your vacation at least
1: that's what i was hoping please somebody somebody come out next to rolling (laughs) (laughs) stones start building a wall yeah (laughs) you know what i mean something someone, someone come out with a big news item so i can uh so we can move along here yeah on other news uh, uh, for the album, I get um, May, the end of May, going to be in Howard Stern. May, heck, what was it? 18th, I think. May 18th, I'll be in Howard Stern. Oh,
0: awesome. Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be freaking awesome. And I think we are going to be performing on a radio station, too, when it comes out. And then I just got, did you pick up those? Did you pick up all the pre sales laminates? Yeah, yeah, I brought them in your house. I guess starting at midnight at home we could do the pre sale for all the all the record stuff. So that's gonna be really cool too.
2: Awesome. Me and Alex <sighs> me and Alex went and looked yeah. we looked for like warehouse space today and to film, right? Yeah. Yeah, because we can't film at the
1: Paramount and with crazy money.
0: Yeah. yeah. Dude,
1: I, I already got a bit too. And it actually came from we um, I told you how he went in karaoke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say once we start getting, I I think we get some like major rockers, major uh-huh. guy,
0: uh-huh.
1: and let them go to ca- undercover undercover karaoke.
0: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's great. <laughs>
1: Under Undercover Karaoke They go in as a different name
0: uh-huh. They sit
1: there for a little while We can put them with, with a mustache Or a beard or, or they can just go as is uh-huh. Like they <laughs> awesome. funny. Headfields in Maui Or wherever And he goes to like some old lady thing And um,
0: he signs up for karaoke Goes up and just,
2: just see what the response is yeah. Right, right
0: he does like summer love like in Greece. He does like, <laughs> <laughs> or, like he does Love Shack,
2: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> or the other big
0: karaoke one is Paradise by the Dashboard Lights by Meatloaf.
1: <laughs> so that might, that, I think that might be a whole show in itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: we just go into Morristown and have him go to one of those yeah, karaoke yeah, yeah. nights. We can go to the one that's <laughs> <runs. laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, becomes
1: yeah. Dave Mustaine, He's right? Sing uh, "Piano Man." <laughs> sing me a song, Piano Man. Oh, so here's Sing a song. me a song at
2: night. Is he coming in? <laughs> is he gonna be? Com- is he gonna be on the show?
1: I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out Monday what the deal is with Dave Mustaine. But um, you know how I said on the show I want to do these whole uh, like the the, the the I call it the silverbacks. Yeah, of hard rock and metal. Uh-huh. and uh, they seem to be really up on that. So I think they're gonna talk to Dave Mustaine and because Camp was into it now it just gets few days into it, and if I can get on the phone with him, and then we gotta figure out what what exactly we do for it. Is it like a a history of like things you didn't know, what call like I don't know. I just wanna make sure it does them justice.
2: Right. Right, right, right. So you want them that to come awesome. on, do something that's entertaining, but it's also worthwhile for them. Like it makes they, yes. they look good too. Yeah,
1: because to me it's just a big tribute. It's, yeah. It's a monster tribute of, of who he is and what he's done for the whole industry. Right. And that, that would be huge. Right. So the minute I got that, like, hey, they're into it. I was like, yes! But until we tape it and we actually have days, it's just all hearsay.
2: Right. But is he yeah. going to be that same day or just a different time? No, no. We'll do a different day. Okay, okay. Because we're shooting just a pilot. Yeah.
1: We don't all have to do everything in one day.
2: Right, right. So what?
1: What? Uh, so overall, like, what? What happened
0: last with the podcast?
1: What what was the article? Did it have, okay. like, quotes
2: and stuff? Okay, so... Tell me. This is... I... I put it out, and I kind of was under the impression... Again, <laughs> I was under the impression just like, I could... Am I supposed to check with you before I send this in? But then I go, I think... you. I think it's okay because you would know if I shouldn't. That's what I was thinking. So I just put it up and was like... Maybe no one's even gonna see this ever. That's what I thought. I thought like, oh, we're gonna put it out and it's just gonna go. No one's ever gonna see it. And then I per- I look in the on the internet the next day, and someone posts that. Brian Johnson feels like he's kicked to the curb or something. And that was right. the quote. That's the quote they used mm-hmm. over every article used "kick to the curb." Right. That's like right. The, that's the quote that was everywhere, and. <laughs> That's when uh, I was like. Which technically was my quote. Right. That's right. me
1: saying that.
2: Right. It's you like putting words to what you took from his thoughts or from what he was saying. Right. Yeah. Right. Right, right,
1: right, right. But did they say that he said that?
2: No, it says. No, it says exactly what it was. It was that you. It all says that you said it. From, you know, you you had a conversation with him and you just said, you said that he feels like he's... Got it. To the, yeah. It wasn't, none of it... Because
1: I, I, I never read the, I, I never read the article. I was too freaking nervous to read it. Right. Because I, I would have had a heart attack and I already had a heart attack that his, that he's just, that they were upset because he's like, I got a call from England saying that Jimmy Brewer said you were fired. And I'm like, no, no. no see, I nothing ever said, said that. that. It didn't say no. Yeah, and it, well, that—that's what he, call, he called. He me. He's like, Jim, did you say? He goes, I, I got a crazy call from England, and that's when I went, like, oh my god, <laughs> in England. And he goes, uh, he goes, my friend said that you, you, he said that I said you were fired. I'm like, no, no, I never said that. I said, uh. You know, I should I should have uh, maybe I should have said, that. I had a conversation last night with a friend, and we were talking and it was a podcast, and I didn't I didn't even know be up already. And I uh, I think I said you know how I felt. I just said you were depressed, and I felt I felt like you like you were kicked
2: to the curb.
1: Yeah. And so that's what they fucking ran with.
2: All right. Yeah. And what do you do? but then it but right. and then it's like a well lot.
1: technically that's the truth that's right. how I feel
2: right that's yeah. just
1: me I'm allowed to feel that way
2: right yeah okay and then it was a, then it was just like all over it was like you know it was just people saying and
1: was it about, I don't care what other people say was it a big article like I don't care about comments right it's, I, I'm i just more like what the article what the article is. the
2: article was more about uh, it was I guess it was just saying exactly what happened and then you could, they would always say you could hear it here to listen to it. And that, you know, I think oh, it said like, wow. Oh, he hasn't heard from the guys in the band or something. And then it was like, it would say things like, uh, this hasn't been confirmed, but, uh, if there is a, the, everyone knows that Jim and Brian are friends. So. Right. You no, know, it's probably true. It's kind of what it was, but it hasn't, the information right, hasn't okay. been confirmed. Okay. Okay. All right. I feel a little better. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is just, I think it's like, more pe- people are more concerned with, what's AC, <laughs> you want to see ACDC with Brian Johnson. I think that's the most. Yeah,
1: no, I think mean, that's all anyone really wants. Okay, man, don't. If you're going to do it, do one more last time with him or whatever. But like you said, it could be you going, Like we said before, I wonder if, like, even a health concern. Like, I know you want to do it, but shoot, if your ears are going that bad, why would you... I know... It's just like me. God, I'd love to play baseball, but I know I'm one swing away from paralyzing myself. Right. My manager and teammate go, hey, listen, uh, Why don't we uh, now flip that? But Who knows? Whatever.
2: Well, just like I was saying, like, how how could someone think so, like, think they know so much information without knowing anything? And it's like, we're kind of in the same spot where we're going. We know the information based on you having a conversation with Brian.
1: Well, I remember the end of our conversation, too. And I went, listen, I don't know everything. I'm just talking. I'm just, I remember that at the end of the conversation. And it's just so funny because people will never hear that part. Like, listen, honestly, I don't really know. I, I know I said that for a fact at the end. I'm like, yeah. listen, I don't really know. I'm just kind of taught. There's a lot of stories missing here. I'm just hearing from here and here. I don't know. At the end of the day, whatever. who knows what's really going on.
0: Well, the, the, all oh, the articles...
1: God, Jesse, to the curb. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> all the articles did make it a point to say that you said you were only presenting one side of the story, that you didn't have all the information. So I thought that was good.
1: Right. Okay, good. Good, good, good. All right. All right. And then um they asked if I could just take it down, which is why I took it down.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently
1: just get anywhere. Boy, uh talk about getting uh you know you want something to be heard and then you go, Oh shit, I don't need this to be heard. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I, I, I would have traded in all the publicity in the world not to hurt anyone's skill. You know. Right.
2: Do you think you're are or, you- or not to <laughs> You still what? on, like, good terms? Like The last, yes, we, we, yes, but it's sort of like this. It's sort of like your kid did something stupid. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And now you got to, you're like, what, what did you say? What'd you do? Right.
2: What
1: did, What'd you do? Uh, I, 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 I did something stupid. What'd you, you know, it's. Yeah, no, we're not, I'm not being cursed out or but I just feel like I, I made a dent in something. Right. Yeah. Oh. And that I hope not. I'm, I'm going to call next week and just again tell them I'm, I'm, I, I must have said sorry and I feel like an asshole 5,000 times and anything I could do to make their lives better. Yeah. Because it's just such great people. Right. They're such great people. Matter of fact, in the album, it's one of the first big thanks I have. It's yeah. just him and his wife and how great people are and what a friend, I don't even see him as dad I just see him as a great human being, funniest guy I know. Yeah. But, whatever, all right, all right. Well, I tell you what, I, mean, I couldn't sleep for like two nights.
2: Oh my God, mm. see, I was, sit- I was wondering, I was like, I wonder, maybe everything's just cool. I figured like, oh, everything's cool and you're fine. But it was a little stressing to me, <laughs> reading the <this> stuff even.
1: <laughs> I'm just the person well, who posted
2: it. You know, it's too like every other podcast we did,
1: it's like we do it, and then we kind of edit. Yeah. And then put it out there, where this was just kind of...
2: This was like right at the last minute, too. Yeah,
1: last second, and then all of a sudden it was put out there. So there's no time for really listening and going whoa, whoa, whoa. Before that happens, let's this wasn't really said, and that really, and that's really me going off and blah blah blah. Let's just edit that part because that don't sound right. Right. And that didn't happen. So
2: yeah, hey, maybe
1: we got maybe it is
2: what maybe it was
1: what it was. What Alex?
2: No, it's maybe we got too comfortable with having a conversation, recording it. and not thinking yeah. about what's getting I on. did.
1: I I felt like I was just talking to you. Yeah. Just talking. I guess a friend, like, hey, what's up? I was tired of the other night I had a wine in me. <laughs> <laughs> Two more wines and we would have had a four hour four there
2: would be like eight other broken up bands. <laughs> <laughs> like Iron Maiden broke up. <laughs> Metallica is now. I get a, could have, I get up. a
1: broke up <laughs> and Everything.
2: Hetfield is singing
0: could for have, AC/DC.
1: It could have been Holmes and the Maybe I could have called it a war. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Brewer causes a deeper war in northern Germany.
2: Because <laughs> he, he had too many wines.
1: Apparently, Belgium, the leader of Belgium, said this and feels this way against Germany. <laughs> a war has been launched.
2: Belgium feels kicked to the curb by Germany.
1: Belgium feels kicked to the curb. <laughs> Germans back to their own Nazi ways. <laughs> this is a,
2: Jim Brewer. This is a bummer to me. I well, feel like I feel bad. Well,
1: g- welcome in my world for a week. I, I even dreaded talking today. Like, oh god. Yeah. But, but listen, I, I've had listen. All I can do is say I'm so sorry, and I meant no harm to Brian whatsoever. Uh I just meant no harm whatsoever. You know, it's just like I spoke I spoke as a friend and I should not have spoke for him because technically that's not him speaking, right? It's me speaking for him and that's not right. And I'm not quoting him, I'm quoting myself. Right. And that's that's where the problem lies. That's at the end of the day, that's where I'm the shithead. So Yeah. And that's where he's putting, you know, he just wakes up and he's like, whoa, 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 what happened? What, this is all about me? Oh. I wish I would have, it's like me waking up and going, what do you mean there's this big thing going on with me and, and whatever,
2: whoever. Yeah, like, like and you, and I'd even have, like you tell- and I
1: wasn't even asked or nothing. all I know, it's just all about me, and I'd even, I had a conversation with you, and now it's all over, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa what the, dude, what are you doing? We were yeah. talking last night in a bar, what, what the fuck happened?
2: right. It's but like you telling me... You, you,
1: not me, you, and the world, that's that's where the problem lies.
2: It's like if you were to tell me something and then I went and talked to someone the next day and they put it out and then you're like, well, Mike, I was just exactly. talking to you about that. And I was like, well, I was just talking to this person, you know, because I was kind of feeling what you were telling me and it bugged me. And then it gets out, yeah. Exactly.
1: You know, I, I thought of it this way. I started of it like...
2: Except we record it.
1: Yes. Yeah,
2: that's... <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> that's, that's all. That's all.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But what are you going to do, man? I Lessons mean, learned. All you do is. And you know, it really sucked, too, because I had a couple here, and they were staying with me. Yeah. And they're listening to the record, and they're like, oh my God. The, the Brian Johnson song, you was amazing. And the more I hear that, I'm like, I know. It's oh. great. Right well, now, I can't enjoy it.
2: Right. I hope that. I hope it doesn't do anything to your relationship with him.
1: That's all I want. I just don't want to be, I, That's all I care about. And I hope even more that he gets to do right. that. They all come, that whatever, they figure something out and he sings a couple okay. more concerts and they're done and they can sail off into the sea and then if... A C D C continues and does something else, that's their choice, but Yeah, even man, just so you, could great.
2: C- you could celebrate him. Like if he did like a couple more shows and everyone knew yes. and you could be like, Oh right. okay, he's going out, but let let him feel appreciated as he's going right. out. Right. Let that- him
1: come out and do it yeah, let him come out and do a song. Yeah or, or finish a night. Yeah. Or something like that. Like stay hey, come and appear. Yeah. Right. Right.
2: Because that feels oh. like good closure, not not the way. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. I think, right? There's no closure. Yeah. Again,
2: this is me speaking as a friend. I know. Right. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> Before
1: people in Germany and uh, England start talking,
2: saying that Tishy <laughs> said Brian headline, Johnson. Tomorrow's
1: headlines. <laughs> Brian Johnson is now being, treated, you
2: know. Mike Tishy said Brian Johnson shows. has no closure. <laughs>
1: Yeah. He has no closure! <laughs> Thanks, Jim Brewer. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, brother, silence. So what are you guys doing? What, what happened this week? You went and checked out the thing. Everything looked cool with the Paramount, but just... Uh, it was... Shoot the pilot. It's but, way
2: yeah. too much. Like, the amount that we would get out of that would be zero with the amount of money that okay. we'd spent. It's like we basically get one bit out that would take all day. And, okay. And... But if we get... I mean, I hope that... every warehouse. I hope that we can do, like, we could find a place that's, like, perfect for this. To me, just, like, the way we work or the way even you work is, like, you come up with an idea and you start going with it right there, and that's when it's It's the funniest. Yeah, and it's the funniest then.
0: And it would be nice to have a studio close by where you can just go and get right on the spot.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Sounds like a game plan. We'll, We'll figure it out.
2: So, uh, when do you come back?
1: I come, back, uh, I come back Saturday. I'll okay. be back Saturday. I'll be home Sunday, Monday, and then I leave Tuesday.
2: Yeah, and you have I some think... uh, mock, you have some video you have to shoot, right? David. That's what I
1: heard. I got to talk about that. I got to figure that out.
2: Yeah. I.
1: Right. <laughs> I have my thoughts <laughs> yeah. about that, but I'll... I, don't, I won't say it. What right. was it for? I don't know what
0: it was. It, well, tell me. It wasn't was it, wasn't it like it for
2: was. the... Like April the, Fool's. Or so, it's like an April Fool's joke or something. No, nah,
1: the April Fool's is all gone.
2: Oh, it is? Oh, it's not for, yeah, the, 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 it's not the, for the, I'm that... going to be a dick tonight? Is it for
1: no, the... That's all, no, that's all gone.
2: Okay, oh, good. Okay.
1: okay, good. That whole lot stuff is gone. But they didn't want me to film some, but I didn't understand what they want to use it for.
2: Okay, because David said that he was trying to figure out when... Like, he has to figure out how he's going to do that next week and all that. So he was asking when you come back. I'll, I'll talk to him this week. But I... I
1: just shoot the... I, yeah, I don't want to do any kooky, weird videos that just make no sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That don't, See, you know what that feels like to me? That... I don't know if... This Forced. Is, and it also feels like... Uh, like putting it out there rather than going like we don't really trust that this is going to do so well so let's put something out there and get a feeler right and
1: yeah I'd rather I'd rather put the feeler out I have a lot of confidence it's going to do very well yeah you know it's not going to be the Rolling Stones and U2 but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be exactly just entertaining yeah people love it and they want to come see the concert when we put together the whole show and that's it and I hope that happens a lot in the fall and winter. And then up until then, we build the set and what it looks like. And we do some sporadic local shows. Yeah. Or or find a residency to do to warm-up touring and see what happens with the radio, if they pick up any songs. And that's that. It comes out May? May 27th. May
2: 27th. Wow. Have you seen the cover and all that?
1: Yes, it looks pretty cool. Oh, cool! So right now, as soon as I get home, I don't know if I'll sell it online. But if you go to my shows, I will have the actual album to download. Uh-huh. So if you come see me, you know you have to buy it because I had to buy them. Right. So I buy the album. It's almost like Girl Scout cookies. I have all these cookies and I gotta sell them. So i are going to give them back their money and then keep whatever I make.
2: Megan and Alex could go door to door. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we can go door to door with these laminates. Chester. So you get and a Mike... laminate, and then what? you have to go on your computer and then log in all the info.
2: They're like, why don't you just yeah. give me the that's, CD now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mike
2: actually right, has a Girl Scout like. You know,
1: well, this age, we're the only dummies that buy CDs. So <laughs> yeah. you take the laminate, you go on your computer, you download everything, when it's downloaded, May 27th, it comes alive.
2: Oh, that's cool. So it, even if you forget about it, you just have it on that day? Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So you immediately have it, May 27th. It's 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 in your, it's on your computer. It's downloaded. It's everywhere on that day. So you, you, can't, have the laminate.
2: you can't do that except if like you do it in person. There's no way online you could have people pre-order? No. Oh,
1: okay. I think they can, but I have to mail you the laminate. Oh, oh, oh! I see. And I, I think you can. I just don't know how that works yet. That's up to the record company. I don't know how that works.
0: Yeah, there might yeah. be a way to get like a download code.
2: Yeah, that's or what something. I was thinking. There might be like a code or something. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's beyond me. I don't understand that really. Yeah, I don't understand. That's not my world, man. Yeah. I just got to start getting my vocal chops ready. Yep. There, Alex is here. I can give you some lessons. All right. Yeah.
1: All right. Why do we do that as a
0: podcast?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh fucking a! Oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, that'd be great. You should just. Oh, you like that idea? I yeah. love it.
2: Like I love, I <laughs> right. love the, I love, I love how you're gonna have to. You know how you made fun of the other woman that gave you vocal lessons? You would imitate all the things yeah. she made you. Now it's gonna be Alex. You get to make fun of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that.
2: And Joe has a guess. Right, Joe's got to guess the metalhead game for when you come back. That All right, we'll day. do
1: that. My voice lesson, we'll guess the metalhead.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. And we'll talk about the trip and update this whole madness.
2: Okay. Cool. All right, sir. So uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to send him this, okay?
1: Yeah, I think we're safe as this one
2: unedited. Okay.
1: I think we're safe. Okay. We'll send him this. And uh, I will talk to you
2: guys soon. Okay. All right. Talk to you there.
1: Take
3: it easy. Bye. Bye.
5: My name's Jeff Friedel, and I play with Pocifer, Devo, A Perfect Circle, Filter, Ashes Divide, The Beta Machine, and Miss Karina Round.
3: You're in. You're good. It's good. What's happening?
5: How are you? What's up, Jim? How are you, man?
3: I'm doing really good, man. I'm glad you called in, Jeff.
5: Hey, it's a pleasure. Where are you? There's a I lot of, am people, a Just so you know, joke. too, there's
3: a lot of people here. We do our podcast every Monday night, so if you hear other voices... There's a, I'm not going to introduce you to them all because it's useless. But, um, so just so if you hear it's other nice people. nice to
5: know they aren't, they aren't voices in my head, you know. Yeah, they're <laughs> not
3: voices in your head. You're totally safe and good. So I cut you off. Where are you at?
5: <laughs> I'm in Los Angeles, as ah, we speak.
3: La, la, la. Can I just ask you a question real quick? I know what Of everyone, course. When did you play with the Eagles of death metal?
5: Well, I actually played with them right up until... Um, the attacks happened. Just, I stopped playing with them about, I think, a month and a half, two months before that. I did the last full-on U.S.-Canadian run. And then um, Josh Hamei plays drums, obviously, like he and Jesse are the leaders of the band. And um, when, he's, when he has a little bit of time in the schedule, he jumps out and plays. I couldn't do the short little two-week run that was kind of the warm-up for us to go back to Europe.
1: Right.
5: So Josh jumped on and the drummer that was um, slated to be my sub or or take my place for the second uh, European run was the guy who was actually there. And uh, amazingly, the only reason why I really wasn't there was because I uh, finished the last Pussifer record uh, with Maynard and company and um, just opted to head out on the road for the Pussifer tour. It was a six-week run. I'd been in the band for a really long time and had an understanding with the Eagles guys, and just said, "Hey, I'll, I'll come back in January or whenever you'd you'd like to have me." And I love those dudes. I love the band. Um, my best friend on the planet's the bass player, and we joined at the same time. And just you know, I'm I'm still sifting through it in my mind, man. It it's still really heavy thing, you know. Obviously, it's so much more heavier for. The fans and, and friends and family that were there, and the band um, themselves and whatnot. Um, but I'm still trying to understand why the hell I wasn't there. But I guess I wasn't supposed to be. You weren't supposed to be.
3: Is that really? It's really that simple. But that's that is God. That's psychotic. That's nuts. So were you? It is. You must have freaked out watching that. And knowing the circumstances of you, almost part of it, and not not that it's uh, you know it's terrible that your friends went through that, but here I'll <laughs> I'll give you a heavy one. I'm probably like 19 years old, somewhere around there. I moved to Florida, and I became best friends with this girl next door. We became really close, and she was constantly telling me to stand up, stand up. And then um, we were fighting for like two weeks, and then. I finally went, you know what, I just want to, I don't know what we're fighting about, but it's really stupid, and I saw her, I saw her um, in her breezeway one night, and I said, "Ah, I'm just going to walk over there, and we talked, and we had the most amazing conversation ever, Uh, we embraced, I gave her this kiss on her forehead, it was powerful, I can't explain it, and next day, she's like, hey. I have a a photography class, and why don't you come to photography with me and all that? I went, ah, you know, if I make it back in time, I gotta go to Tampa for something, blah blah blah. And I was about forty minutes late, and I came home, and everyone was outside, and it was a weird scene. And long story short, she was killed coming home Mm -hmm. from the from the class. And I was like, oh my, and and you just think. Holy, sh- like, holy shit that why yeah. why wasn't i in that moment or you know party's like thank yeah. god thank god i was in the moment so uh, at the end there whatever it was you weren't supposed to be there and um
5: i guess not man i'm sorry to hear that that's, yeah that's, that story. that's part of life there's man. no rhyme or reason man it's you part
3: know? of life you started it <laughs> technically I started it
5: technically I started it <laughs>
3: Go
5: ahead. I spent like six months out with them we did a whole European run US run and whatnot and I was really relieved that that uh, you know the band was okay but we lost our merch guy who toured with us
3: and, oh wow you we know,
5: lost a lot of fans and, and obviously it just spread throughout the city that night but oh wow I think so, the good news is the yeah. the band's back there they're back out on the road just you know preaching the gospel of rock and roll and and
3: putting it back pushing out. on,
5: forging ahead, man, setting a good example. So, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. that, that's the kind of the silver lining of it all, I guess.
3: I guess so. Oh, my God. That's that's pure madness. You you've you've played with a lot of interesting people, man, with. So when you're when you're when you're like hanging out, right, with your best friends and, <clears> and that get and they go. They go, uh, so Jeff, tell us who by far, when they're asking Uncle Jeff stories, Jeff, <laughs> you got to tell us what was it like being with this one? Who's the one, one performer? doesn't even have to be famous. The performer you, that you've been with on stage where you went, God, that, that guy right there may be one of the greatest performers or musicians that I've ever been on stage with.
5: Wow. That's a heavy question, man. You know, I gotta be honest. I've, 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 tried to sculpt my career in such a way that, that I only play with, with at least at this point in my life, I'm only playing with people that I really love to play with. Right. Um, and everybody's so different stylistically, man, it's an out of body experience. When I play with Devo, those guys, you know, pioneered, um, some of the most prominent styles that we we listen to today it's like you know every other band here on the radio is trying to sound like devo you're right um, those those guys are incredible people wildly intelligent the social and political commentary that's attached to their music is just flies over people's heads but you know it's very people laugh like oh look at those flower pots on their head. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. so you know there's so much depth those guys as a uh, band and as people and whatnot—that's always kind of the first thing I think of. You know, the first you know, group of guys and, and band. But obviously, Maynard from Perfect Circle and, and Pussifer is uh, incredible. You know, he's really fun to play with and and always brings it. Hey, I man, Rich Patrick from Filter is a badass too. I love his yeah. voice and yes. he always brings it on stage. When I used to play with them, that was awesome um what billy howard from perfect circle
3: jeez what a diversity though yeah I mean, billy, you know what the guys you're talking there uh, start that? with devo
5: <laughs>
3: who could say that <laughs> who can go, go from devo to manor to i mean it's it's just complete madness to the guy from filter it's just mm-hmm. that's that's nuts what a diversity
5: well thanks man i i, I hate to like not give you one name but the you more don't I need to that's, that's fine from, from Eagles, too. I'm pretty damn blessed to play with all of them, I, I got to say. get to do what I love to do, and it could be a lot worse, man.
3: So are you off doing anything
5: right now? Well, I just got off the road with, with Pussifer about a month and a half ago, and we're gearing up to do a round two. Mm. Um, that's going to happen in mid-March. I'm home right now, just kind of doing some random recording stuff. Um, I have a band called The Beta Machine with Matt McJunkins, who plays bass and Pussifer and Perfect Circle. Um, He actually is the guy who I joined Eagles with. So we've got the beta machine going on, trying to launch a pledge for that. Um, And, yeah, and then mid-March I'm off. I do a lot of teaching, too. I've always been teaching since I was actually a teenager. So I really enjoy doing that and trying to give back to peeps.
3: Now, who do you teach? You teach, like local guys or in a class or, or, you know, it's like Tom, Tom, the, the corporate guy comes home. He's like, I just want to learn these power chords or I just want to learn this drumming or is it (laughs) all
5: just drumming or it's pretty much any, it's all across the board, man. Sometimes I do the class thing. It's more, more like a clinic setting. Um, I've done some guitar center grand openings where they fly me out and I'll do a drum clinic for them to promote the opening of a store um, but I have a lot of just private students, man, Joe Smo, that's an accountant that, that wants to learn how to play a fricking Metallica song. I'll teach that guy and then his daughter gets into it and, you know, like, you know I'm teaching his, his eight year old daughter how to play back in black, you know, it just, uh, and then I've got you know plenty of students that come to me that are looking to up the ante and, and learn how to audition better. And, you know, they want to read music better or join a band and i just kind of take them under my wing and and try to try to pay it forward you know i had, I had some really great teachers but it didn't kind of uh, push me away and, and covet their gigs and whatnot when i was growing up and i really appreciated that so i try to try to pay it forward in that way to the best of my ability
3: it's very interesting we have uh probably someone just like you mr <laughs> uh Tici over there what, what you're a teacher yeah. You're even playing gigs, and next thing you know, you're in my basement <laughs> <laughs> playing basketball. Teaching my daughter, <laughs> <laughs> teaching my daughter <laughs> drums or guitar, and then it always ends with him competing playing Nerf basketball. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my kind of guy, right there. That's right.
3: So <laughs> that's awesome. This is something that uh, I find most fascinating about you, Mister Friedol. I see a picture of you with a Mets shirt. And a Met hat, and I believe that's you. And
5: is that your screensaver on your phone? It is. <laughs> I knew it. And you're and you're on your yeah man.
3: Yeah, so you're you're a diehard. I'm a diehard, avid that's
5: fan. I've been that way since I was a little.
3: How did that? happen?
5: And that's one of my favorite things about you, man.
3: How did that happen?
5: Well, I playing ball. I was big on, on sports in general, but baseball is always my favorite sport. Yeah, me too. And uh, I grew up in Tucson, Arizona. So
3: Yeah, I mean, like how do you fall in love with the that, Mets? How, uh, how do you fall in the Mets they, growing up in Arizona?
5: They, they, uh, they televised games, believe it or not. You know, WGN had Cubs games on. Right. And, and for some reason, they were televising the Mets. So, you know, my era was like the, the Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden era.
3: So and me and just you were watching to, those yeah. dudes,
5: they were ballers, man. I just I loved watching those guys play. And Strawberry was was my guy. I just loved his sweet swing. Man, <laughs> I even had two pet gerbils when I was a kid. One's name was Daryl, and the other one was Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a dog. I had a
3: dog, and his name was Mookie. It was my favorite yeah. dog I ever had ever. Mookie, my father That's going amazing, Mookie. Dude. Mookie, go crap, Mookie. Mookie, go outside, crap.
5: I'm not cleaning that up, Mookie. Mookie, get out of here. Goddamn Mookie, outside. Um, That's amazing, man. How did you get into the Met?
3: I grew up, I was 1973, I was only four years old, and I fell in love with Rusty Staub, Cleon Jones, Wayne Garrett, Jerry Grody, Kuzman Seaver, and then... Then they were horrible, but I still love them. Mm -hmm. I loved them in the horrible years. And then um, you talk about Strawberry. I remember his very first at bat. And they talked about him a lot the way they talk about the young kids that pitch for the Mets now. Like, oh, wait wait till you see this Harvey guy, and wait till you see this Mats, and wait till you see. And then you see them and go, oh, now I know what they're talking about. Well,. They were talking about strawberry for a while. Like, wait till you see this kid come. Oh, this guy. And they would say, Oh, I think strawberry's gonna start um probably in mid-season this year. And I kept waiting for strawberry. I'm waiting for strawberry. And you wait till you see the power on this kid. And our whole family were Met fans. My whole street was Met fans. And the night Strawberry played, we all went in and watched the game. I said, All right, let's see this, let's see the way this guy hits. Well. His, his first at-bat was against this guy, Mario Soto. I remember him. The Reds. Remember? The Reds. Yeah. Yes, great pitcher, Mario Soto. Yeah. Three pitches, three big swings, and misses. <laughs> right? I went, oh, this guy, <laughs> this guy sucks. Second time up, three big pitches, three big swings. He strikes him out again. His third time up, it's like the bottom of the seventh. And the crowd is standing. They want to see Strawberry Duane. <laughs> Everyone heard about Strawberry. Everyone's standing. Two strikes. He hits a foul ball. And you go, oh, he tipped one. Nice. <laughs> and wow. then he hit a shot that went in the upper deck. And I mean the upper deck. And when he hit it. Bob Murphy goes, and that ball is far! It is deep if it's fair! It is long, long gone! It is a foul ball!
5: <laughs>
3: a foul ball in the upper deck! Oh, my! And there's the power from that kid's strawberry. And all of us were like, oh, my God! <laughs> and then he swung and missed and struck out. <laughs> but, but when he hit that ball... I don't think I ever got so excited. I I just knew right there, like, this kid's going to be an animal, an animal. And then I was there last year when Cespedes hit his first home run as a Met, and it was, I got to say, it was one of the most exciting moments ever. You just went, oh, okay, this is what they were talking about, this guy. And then, um, so guys for like you, Jeff, and myself, I have to say, this is the first time since 86 where the whole league is going, we have to beat the Mets. And the Mets are going, we're I know. going to the World Series. And that's that. Yeah, I forgot who. Yeah, Joe. I know.
5: It's, it's the irony, right? It's the so irony. It's awesome, though. Nah, uh, it is awesome. It's it an amazing awesome. era for us. I feel like... Uh, you know, if you and I were ladies, we'd be on the same menstrual cycle, just because of the <laughs> highs and lows that we go through. It's very Like, true. I know if you're, if I'm in a bad mood after a game, I know you're going to be. I'll go check a game recap on your Facebook page. <laughs> That's <and> right. <laughs> you'll be just as upset as I.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. What are you going to say, Joe?
4: Well, I forgot who the, um, the guy is who you just got um, that you guys just picked up. Cespedes. No, 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 no. You had him last year. It's a Walker? new guy. Walker, did you hear what he said? He was like, I'm so happy I'm on this team because I don't have to face this pitching staff. Amazing quote.
5: Absolutely. It's
4: an amazing quote.
3: Dude,
5: do you know what it's yeah, like? There's a lot of
4: fruit.
3: Do you know what it's like for Cespedes to say, I want I this is my home. I want to be, they treat, I love the fans. I want to come, you know, he's, you know how many shirts he just sold? Just <laughs> saying that. I know. I, I'm ready to go buy a shirt. Right. This is, I,
5: I'm too hopped up. Well, I keep telling I everyone. Uh, apparently, apparently, he thanks everybody on his Twitter page for buying his shirt, which that's not going to hurt business either.
3: No, not at all. And I knew he was coming back. He All he wanted out of life was to be treated as the star. And the fans treat him like a star, and that team treated him like a star, because he's a star.
4: Well, just because I'm a Yankee fan, I do true. have to mm-hmm. remind you about Cespedes being on, what, five different teams in, like, five years, there's yes. clearly mm-hmm. something wrong with that, dude. <laughs> you know,
3: like, he's amazing, know, but yeah. still teams are like, uh Well, let's let's look at it. First of all, Oakland got rid of him because they knew they couldn't afford him.
4: Right, so that well, was Oakland also had uh, Donaldson at the time. Whatever. and
3: uh, they, they couldn't uh, afford him, so they shipped him off to who? Boston?
4: Uh, was it Boston or Cincinnati?
3: I thought it was Cincinnati first. Was it first, Boston or it? Detroit? Detroit was the last time he got him. But he was on LA. I, I feel like he was on LA for a blip, and he was on Boston yeah. Red Sox for a blip.
4: Boston picked him up like halfway yeah. through the and season. Boston I don't remember. Up, but where everyone
3: from. that picked him up had a bunch of people in the lineup, and he was kind of he was not he was he hated traveling. He loved being in Oakland. He thought he was going to stay in Oakland, and they trade him just because they said <laughs> we're not going to be able to afford him. Yeah. So he was kind of a homeless guy. <laughs> and he's looking for a home. Yeah. And then when he came to the Mets... The richest Mets,
5: homeless guy, I've ever...
3: That's right. And let me tell you something. When I saw him, in, when he was just... He hit another bombshell home run. And the entire Mets dugout came pretty much out of the dugout and waited for him and mobbed him. I, I knew at that moment, I went, you know what? He's never been treated like this. He never was treated... <laughs> As the star, Let's see. but he, he, it's because the first half of the season, you
4: guys were the worst offense in baseball, the worst, yes, in complete best yeah. place. But we haven't had a hitter he like this in. since exactly.
3: since Piazza.
4: Exactly, and that's that's the yeah. thing. He it's, made
5: everyone better.
3: That's right.
5: He made you know, everyone Murphy better. Murphy and Wright just started hitting like crazy too. That's or I guess right. when Wright came back, he started hitting. But better. you guys were
4: losing games one nothing, two. I know, Joe. I watched every it's, game. I know. Yeah, I know you watched every game. I heard about them all. <laughs> I watched every single game. I know
3: exactly what happened.
4: Yeah, but I think Mets Cesare fans are forgetting haunt. how nuts they were in the first half of the season, going where we're this horrible team. We have this ridiculous pitching staff, and we're yeah. losing all these games. You get one guy, yeah, and he just he's com- he completely changes everything. Right. I'm just saying. So what do you remind me of guys, that, that, how great man, we are because we have him? Do you
5: guys do you guys think he's gonna stay for three years? Or do you think he's gonna no, opt out? Not at all. First year you wanna you make a to bet right now,
4: him? Joe? Look at his history. Do you wanna make a bet right now? Definitely. How much? I don't I don't want to bet money. I don't have enough. Let's bet your <laughs> shoes. Something. Okay, Done. My You shoes. gotta do <laughs> listen,
3: when we go on tour, you gotta do three shoe three shows with no shoes on. Done. <laughs>
4: Done. What are you gonna do when he gets traded? I'll in take a year? my
3: shoes off. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll wear a shirt that says "Rick Springfield Rules." <laughs> Done. Done. This is all being recorded. This is all.
5: <laughs> Chef, you oh want in God. on this
3: bet with this dummy? <laughs> yeah,
5: sure. Well, I, I guess it depends on on what everybody's stance is, man. Let's
3: let's do this. Well, you're hard to see because you're drummed, So. Damn, that'd be really funny as shit if you were on tour and like, how come Jeff doesn't have shoes on? Why is he wearing a Dunce hat? Why is he wearing? Why is he wearing a
5: Rick Springfield this, shirt? Man. I'll wear a One Direction shirt. Yeah, all right, there we go. How about we do
3: that? We do One Direction. One Direction. Joe. Okay.
4: You if, you both really feel like he's gonna stay for four years? Really? I didn't say four really? years. You said three. You
3: said, will he? Whoa. whoa. You said, will he stay after this year? He's only got one year opt-out. No, he said, would you stay after... Is he going to stay after You think he's going to be here for three years? He's staying all three years. (laughs) Yeah. All three. He will not. He will will not? not?
4: Every team has picked him up.
3: Yep. Thinking the same exact thing. Nuh-uh. Yeah. (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. I disagree with you. If he
2: has a crap year, he's staying. If he has a good year, he's leaving.
3: Right. No. Because he's going to get the money. He's staying. get more money. He's staying. All
5: right. Man, I'm kind of with you on that one, man. I want to believe – I had a feeling, Jim, that you were going to go the opposite direction on that. But, dude, if you were him, wouldn't you want a long-term contract? He wants a long-term
3: with the Mets, and he's going to stay with the Mets. (laughs) He wants that World Series. He wants to prove to the world that because of him – they can win a World Series. He went on he the Boston Red
4: team. Sox. I mean, there's he had traded, that had traded you dummy? I know. You're calling me a <laughs> dummy, man, but I'm giving you historical facts. You can't this guy help have been on trade five, five different teams in like 5 years. Well, now that's five teams. But well, whatever, here. I'm looking it up that's right what, now. let Boston, Oakland, Boston, Detroit, Detroit, Detroit and the Mets. How long was well, he on Detroit?
3: No one cares.
4: Yeah. Me and Jeff know. It's a fact.
3: Me and Jeff, listen. Me and Jeff Friedel knows one thing. We know one thing, shut up. Yeah. I, we know one thing, shut up.
2: He wishes he didn't call we, in me right and
3: now. Jeff <laughs> Me and Jeff will not be wearing One Direction shirts. That's what we know.
2: That's right. And right. we will
3: have our shoes on for an entire tour. That's You're what we know right. for a fact. And I'll, I'll talk I'll to you a year from now, out Jeff.
5: After one year and then signs a long-term contract with the Mets. That's, That's right. ideal.
3: Show's over. Bing, bang, and we're going to end on that high note. So stick that up, your snot box.
5: 25 mil, seven years. years.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right in your snot box, Vigliotti.
0: They didn't want to give
4: him
3: three years until... I I don't want to talk to you anymore. Jeff, (laughs) I will tell you this. Do you ever play baseball, Jeff? Do you enjoy baseball at all? Yeah.
5: I love it. I love playing, man.
3: Okay, if you have a chance... I'm telling you
2: right now. Come on tour with us, so we get off.
3: football. No, no. Ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. We always play Whiffle ball. Very competitive wiffle ball. Um, I'm down. Gotta be great. If we're in the same city. We can, uh-huh. really, can we can take him down, I mean, Dude, oh, I'm coming to roll. you,
5: dude.
3: I can't. Yeah, when? He, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gone all of March.
5: No, no, dude, I'm coming in April. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out a a Marlins Mets game, the first home stand. I've got a day off. And then we play three shows in a row in Jersey, so I'm going to be around Jersey for four or days. Oh, I'm going to check actually. if we're
3: if we're home. I'm definitely going to. I'm definitely. We're going to. Ho- I'll bring in the Met game. I'll bring in a Met game if you're when you're in town.
5: Oh, I love that. Hit man. me up. Let's, Let's hit hang. a Met
3: game. That'd be awesome. I'm down. All right. And I'm down. I'd love that. Here's what I was going to tell you. I don't. You know, it's pretty hard for you to predict, but if you're around next freaking January, I already signed up for it. You got to do that Mets fantasy camp. Dude, I, my I, my locker was next to Gooden. And we were hanging out. Oh, and you played baseball for a week. I'm just telling you, it was the greatest week I ever had. I'm still, I still got, I, I think about it every day. Today, I, I picked up my bat. And I was in my yard just swinging my <laughs> bat, <laughs> dreaming about next January. I can like care careless care that we have a record coming out. I can care less that it'll be torn- I can't wait to play ball at the Mets camp in January. It's I care
5: That's amazing. I, I swing my bat in my front yard, and I think my neighbors think I'm just completely psycho.
3: <laughs> You're not, Jeff.
5: I can't help it, man. I know. Well, anyway.
3: All right, hit me up in April. We'll go see the Mets. That'll be exciting.
5: Hey, man, you got a deal. I'd love that.
3: And I want to thank you for calling in today. I really
5: appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. Get him in the video. A lot of fun. He's
3: gonna be here the ninth
4: and tenth. The, oh yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> I may hit you up for something else. <laughs> Take care. Have him chef. swing
4: a baseball bat in the back. Okay. <laughs>
3: See you later, voice in my care, head. Bye bye. <laughs>